Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Asher Zelig Rubenstein, Zechert Salik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Episode 53, The Messenger's Credit, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 4. Chovos Havavos. Sometimes Hashem places a person in a situation where he is able to help others financially. When this happens, he must be careful of three things. One, that his money is earned legally and appropriately. Two, that he is not stingy when it comes to sharing with others in need. And three, that he does not become haughty over them, taking credit as their sustainer. Rather, he must always remember that Hashem is the one who supports each person. Rabasher, A person that gives tzedakah must see himself, as the Chobos Abavo states, see earlier, essay 11, as an appointee giving out money to those who deserve it. The giver cannot demand thanks. At the same time, Hashem brings good through good people, Baba Basra 119b, and we want to be the conduit of good for others. We must give thanks to the one who was the messenger, but not look at the giver as if he is the provider himself. Let's say your father wants to send you a care package, and he found someone in his town to transport the gift to you. But deliverer told your father, I'm happy to help you out. I have extra space in my suitcase, and I will deliver this package to your son, as I live across the street from him. He brings the package to you, and after you open it up, you give him a huge hug and exclaim, Thank you for this generous gift you gave me. I'm so grateful. He looks at you and says, I didn't buy it. It's from your father, not me. I just brought it. Your comment shows that you don't understand who the giver is. What's in the package should be credited to your father, who bought it. The effort that the messenger went through to transfer it and deliver it is what he deserves credit and thanks for. So too, when we receive sustenance, Hashem is sending us this package, and he deserves credit for the contents. Those who help bring about the delivery deserve to be thanked as well, but not as if they were the deliverer and provider. I like to tell over a joke that there are three different versions of Birchus Amazon. The correct text is obviously, Who knows Saint Lechem He provides food to all, referring to Hashem. And Baruch Atah Hashem, thank you Hashem for providing food. A second version that some unfortunate people say is, Thank you to my boss who pays me and provides my spouse, my children, and I with food. The third version is, Bless me, myself, and I, who with great cunning and shrewd business skills single-handedly support my wife and kids. Of course, no one actually says the latter two versions, but many people think and feel that way. Chobos Havavos teaches us that the only correct version is thanking Hashem, not your boss, and not yourself. There is no such thing as a profession that every person makes money from, not a doctor, lawyer, carpenter, or plumber. We have explored the directive of Chazal that one should teach his son a job that is clean and simple. Firstly, I would like to stress that this requirement is an explicit Mishnah, Kedushin 4.14, which is telling us the importance of choosing a job that does not take away one's mind from Torah. Secondly, it's important to be familiar with the rest of the words that follow. After directing one to teach his son a clean and easy profession, the Mishnah continues, and he should then pray to Hashem for success, because riches and poverty are not dependent on one's profession. Rather, they are determined solely by Hashem. The Mishnah is teaching us something stressed repeatedly by Chovos Halvavos. Hashem alone determines how much money you make. If you catch yourself thinking, I should have picked a better profession, so would I have more money? This thought is against our belief system. Hashem can make you rich despite having a job with the lowest pay rate, and He could make you poor despite having the highest paying job in the world. Your obligation is to be reasonable in your choice, because this is part of Ishtadlis, but after that is done, you rely totally and wholly on Hashem. If someone is in Kol for 10 years, is married, and has six children, let's say, and decides that it's now time to do Ishtadlis for Parnassa, he must be reasonable. If he decides that he wants to be a newspaper delivery boy, this is unacceptable, as it's a job that will never provide him with the money required to support his current family needs, and not, and is therefore not a viable choice. I must stress here that this entire discussion is only for people in the working field, and not for those learning. 
If you are learning in the base matters, you are totally exempt from Hishtalis and do not have to do anything. The Kaddish Baruch Hu will support you. If you do choose to be in the workforce, then you must find a position that is Nakia Vikala, clean and easy. It must be clean of inappropriate dress, vulgar language, and dishonesty. You cannot work in a cesspool. It's difficult to find even a Jewish setting that is clean of Lashon Hara and Nivolpeh, inappropriate language. Not only will you not lose out from choosing a clean job, but you will even benefit from the efforts. Hashem will give you the same amount of money no matter what you do, so always make sure to choose the easiest route that will preserve your spiritual purity. Imagine if Hashem tells you, you have a choice in jobs. You can either work for six hours per day from your home and make $80,000, or you can work eight hours per day, travel via train and through traffic for one hour each way, working in a negative, perverse environment. Which would you choose? You don't have to be very bright to make the right choice here. If you make the wrong choice, you get no sympathy, because Chazal tell us, clean and easy. If you follow the rules, Hashem says, you did your part of Ishtalis, now I will do my part of supporting you. Question. Most doctors have more money, so how do you answer the fact that some professions tend to grant more money than those who choose another field? Answer. It works like the mun. The more you take, it makes no difference. You won't have access to more than Hashem allows. You can gather as much as you want, but in the end, Hashem determines the exact amount you get to use and benefit from. Someone can accumulate $5 million in their bank and feel proud. He now has money. Say he then went and invested with Bernie Madoff. You can see now how he just lost it all. The stock market is the best way that Hashem makes fools lose money instead of Chas Shalom inflicting his wife with a rare disease that costs his entire life savings to operate and save her. One cannot have more money than what is decreed for him on Rosh Hashanah. I've repeated numerous times that one of the main points that Chavos stresses is that our money is determined by Hashem, not by what we think. Each profession has those who make it big and those who do not earn much. Someone's faucet was leaking, so we called the plumber to fix it. The plumber arrived, did a few quick maneuvers, and billed him $250. The homeowner exclaimed in shock, Wow, that's an expensive price for 10 minutes of work. That's more than a specialist doctor charges per hour. The plumber smiled. I know. That's why I became a plumber and closed my medical practice. Question. So why is it that all people in Kol tend not to have money at all? Answer. They're not supposed to have money, necessarily. They have what they need. Velo Raisi Tzadik Nezav Zahra Vakish Lachem, Tehillim 3725. David reports that the righteous man's family doesn't go hungry, as we've discussed earlier. If someone is indeed wasting his time and not learning sincerely and diligently in Kol, sometimes Hashem says, I'm not supporting him. I will let the tzedakah organizations help him out. To clarify, I am not, God forbid, saying that one who is not making ends meet in Kol is not learning properly. Chas v'shalom. Sometimes it's the exact opposite. Hashem can be sending a tzaddik a personal challenge, as we mentioned earlier in chapter 3, about why bad things happen to good people. Hashem can be giving the righteous person punishment in this world and making sure he will have a better olam haba. Torah mitochat learning despite being under financial distress, is the greatest thing that a person could do in this world. But you must be honest with yourself in all of these things. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara Bitochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Bitochen to life, based on Mishurim, a Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.